Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Well, 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 here we go back. Last week was very stressful because of the election and everything. I didn't have it in me. I tried, y'all, and I, I honestly, when I first tried, I tried to talk about like I'm not that stressed about this election and the results gonna be the results and all that then I realized I was more stressed than I thought and I had to just be honest with my own self and so I'm sorry but we ain't get an episode last week however we are here today and the results are in and we won it was a lot of you about to lose your job you were about to lose your job going on on the internet because, you know, of course, the um, residing uh, chief is not happy about these results. So I don't get into politics all like that. What I do want to say is that I know a lot of us were extremely stressed last week and and as I just stated some of us didn't even know how stressed we were until it started to come out and for me I like I cried a lot last week and I did not know why I was so emotional but I I do know that I unnecessarily looked on the internet um, at times when I didn't need to and I had to pull myself back from that and um, I allowed any and everything that could get to me I allowed it to get to me I ain't blaming nobody else I'm blaming myself but it was because my anxiety was higher than I even understood and I need to work on that because there are times when we do not realize until we in it that Oh, I'm charged up. And uh, for me, it was comforting. I think one of the things that's easier now is that because my children are older, um, the, um, the, the weight of being responsible for other people isn't on me. And so I have more time to pay attention to my own feelings, which I didn't know how to do before my children grew up you know I just didn't know how to do it so I am now relearning and identifying myself with uh with you know how I feel and what that means for myself but I'm thankful for it so hopefully you guys are happy with the results and you are de-stressing this week let's get into some more conversation one person I know that has had a rough life is rapper DMX, y'all. I mean, it's just been rough, rough, rough for my mans. And he, there, I don't know if he wrote the book or somebody else put put an autobiography out or something, or somebody put a biography out. You, you know what I mean? I read it years ago. It was, it was a sad story. And, you know, it made him a human. But just recently, uh, uh, what's his name? DMX. (laughs) DMX was on rapper Talib Kweli's show. It's called, um, let me see. Let me find out the name of the show. 
I don't see it, y'all. Oh, People's Party. It's called the People's Party. And Talib Kweli and he were having a conversation, and DMX revealed how he started using crack. Now, if y'all don't know, DMX has been in all kind of trouble. He has definitely been known to be a drug addict. And so he, he on this story, on this uh, show, decided to talk about how he started using drugs. And what he said was, was he had a mentor, somebody he looked up to, who um, laced a blunt with cocaine, with crack. And he didn't know that it was laced when he smoked it, but he said he, you know, they were smoking weed. He passed the blunt to DMX. DMX, um, you know, hit the blunt, and that that he never felt the that way that um, when he smoked that time that he had smoked any other time. Now, the, the crazier thing about this is DMX was only fourteen. So, you know, I mean, if y'all never read the book, I don't know what the book is called, but y'all can look it up, you know, get your Googles on and find the book because the book already makes you feel a way for him. And then learning that at 14, somebody laced weed and gave it to him that had crack in it, giving a 14-year-old weed anyway especially as an adult is already wrong but then to go head on and turn that around and lace it with another drug a more powerful drug (coughs) excuse me it just come on man dmx has also been talking about how he felt like he was molested by some an, an older woman when he was younger and like just crying out to tell people these things and it's for me it's sad I don't I, I think DMX he gotta be late 40s let's just see because um I I don't know but oh he's 49 I know late 40s that man almost 50 years old and he just not feeling free enough to really tell all the stories about himself and it's sad because we always just want to believe that you know we see people they make records they make albums they make they go on tours and we just want to believe that they are rich and happy but that is not the truth. And I just felt like, my goodness, DMX, where is the good in your life, bro? Because I think he can't see it. I think that he's been so stuck in the negatives of his life that he can't even see when goods are coming his way. And I feel sad for him. I mean, you know, you want everybody to get their life in order. But I do kind of feel sad for my mans because it's a lot that he, he has not been able to address. I hope he get a therapist because I didn't watch the whole show or anything. But I hope my mans get a therapist because he really has a lot to unpack, y'all. And if you if you knew like I knew, you, you'd watch the clip, you'd watch the interview, you'd read the book, and you would see that we see him a lot on TV and he looks not, you know, like a news stories and whatnot. And he looks like 
uh, he looked like what he been through. Let's just say it like that. Y'all know that song, I don't, you, that saying, I don't look like what I've been through. DMX, a lot of times, has looked like what he's been through. And y'all, I hope that this is making it easier for him to let go of some things. Now, we want to talk about letting go of some things. Oh, my goodness. Have y'all seen Jaguar right out here in the streets? Child, she is talking about everything from her point of view about all of the rappers and uh, musicians in the industry that she was around back when she came out. If you don't know who Jaguar Wright is, Jaguar Wright is a neo-soul singer who was out in like the early 2000s and she had a couple of songs. She's also, I believe, the person who did the crying sound on Jay-Z's Gotta Let the Song Cry. And um, she did something else, but I don't remember... But she was supposed to be like one of those next um, neo-soul people out of Philly. And something happened. I don't know what happened. It didn't work out for her. But she has been going on these rants on the internet. And she has been saying a lot and making a lot of accusations towards a lot of people. Now, I have not, I have yet to hear anybody address her. Any celebrities, I haven't heard anybody address anything that she has said. And so, you know, I don't know if what she's telling is the truth, but she comes off bitter and um, sometimes you just, she come off like she's off. For for, for a minute, I thought she was, um, remember, what's that boy's name? Orlando Brown, I believe it was from That's So Raven a couple, maybe last year. I think it was last year. I don't even remember time, y'all, COVID time. I don't know. But it was like last year or the year before when my my man's was going mad crazy out here in these streets. And nobody could really figure out, like, is he, is it a mental health thing or is he on drugs? And for me, when I started seeing Jaguar Wright showing up in all these places, the way that she was behaving and the way that she was communicating, I could not tell if it was drugs or if it was mental health, okay? And so I saw her the first couple times, the the, fir- the first two times I was like, oh, this sounds messy. I don't want to get involved in this. <clears throat> and when she first came on, she first came on, I believe, talking about... <sighs> Um, what's his name, Common and Talib Kweli. <clears throat> Let's bring it around. Okay, so she was talking about those two and she was saying some very heavy things about them. Um, I believe there was supposed to be like some sexual allegations and things like that that she was throwing out. Nobody else addressed it. I have not seen anybody address it. I have not seen anybody, you know, coming back at her. And so I didn't watch, I didn't watch her talking much about, um, common at all. And I 
I think I heard like a small clip of what she said about Talib, but then you kept hearing her speaking about Talib. She goes on like there's there's videos all over the place. I promise y'all there are videos all over the place of this girl, this woman talking about people, Mary J. Blige, Foxy Brown, um, uh, Tiffany Haddish. I think she, she said something about. Um, I think she said something about Joe Scott. I don't know. She has said a lot of things about a lot of people, okay? And then <clears throat> I was just, you know, watching it like this, this ain't going in good, y'all. Like this is going, this ain't going to be good. There's something bad has to come of this because she, she won't stop. And then I saw her do a, a, uh, interview with one of the YouTubers and I was like, she's getting like full interviews with people. Like, what's happening here? Because this is a train wreck, and why are we feeding this? Be- because it clearly seems like she needs some type of help, not, you know, more platforms to speak about. And the reason why I did not like this, and I have to agree, if you if you guys are um, YouTube people, I w- watch uh, Funky Dineva and Quentin. I have to agree with him in saying that this may seem juicy, but the problem with this is that she's telling a lot of stories that are not hers to tell. And that is one of those things that y'all got to not do. Like, you can't just start, you can't tell other people's stories. I mean, Jaguar Wright is out here talking about how, you know, people have been touched and people have, people have been, uh, you know, molested and all these things. I believe she even spoke and said something about Summer Walker and why she doesn't, tour the real reason why she doesn't want to do tours in 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 the in the likes but it's not her story to tell you can't just tell people stuff because you want to go on rants and I again agree with Quentin in that it seems like there is some kind of bitterness against the industry and the fact that she did not get to the status in which some of her peers got to and maybe it was because she felt like there were they were willing to do some things that she wasn't willing to do I don't know what I do know is it's messy with Orlando or I think his name is Orlando. I just I hope his name is Orlando. The little the 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 young boy from Dasso Raven. When he the last that we saw him, he was like getting kicked out of some my house and he was like standing on the curb with no shoes or something and nobody knew anything. Now I recently saw him and he was supposedly at a church service and now he's saved or something. I don't know. I did not get into that too deep, but but I don't want this to be the Jaguar Wright situation. Now, I know that she has a husband who seems to be in the background when she's doing some of the things, and I can't under, I can't get a grasp on whether or not he is in support of her or if he lets her do this venting 
because then he don't got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I don't know. But either way, this, it is, it is ugly. And um, I have Jaguar Wright songs in my, in my phone. Like I listen to them. I don't know what happened to her career. I don't know what happened, but I would rather her do her career and sing some songs than do this nonsense that she got going on. But, child, who are me to judge? Speaking of judging, I am judging right quick. Little Wayne, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now, Little Wayne has been let letting it be known for a while. Okay, first of all, y'all got to know. I don't know who. Y'all listening to this, y'all know who Lil Wayne is. I don't know. But Lil Wayne is a rapper. He used to be with the cash money people. He's a person who coined the term bling bling. Uh, you know, he's put out a bunch of albums. He did a lot of features on everybody's things. Uh, who knows? He used to, he got babies by a couple of people that is kind of famous, but not really or whatever. I don't know. The point is, Lil Wayne has been one of those celebrities that, you know, everybody looks up to because of his ability to do his job. Every time they try to interview this man, he sounds like a nut because Lil Wayne is on drugs too. He, he, Lil Wayne is known for drinking codeine and I think they call I think it's I don't even know what it's called because I don't want to sound stupid but there's like codeine and soda I believe and he just drink that in a cup my man's just okay so they they meaning you know reporters or whoever have interviewed him and he has always said things that don't really go towards the community that support him financially with by purchasing his music, his merchandise, and tickets for his tours, okay? He has said that he don't want to talk about no Black Lives Matter kind of thing. He's pretty much an all-lives matter person. Cops don't treat him bad, so he don't think there's racism out there in the streets and he just always going for white people be nice to me. And so because white people be nice to me, white people got to be being nice to everybody. <clears throat> and people tend to do this thing where if somebody say that, say that they came from where you come from, we believe that they always for us for the people but that's not true because these people tell you all the time that they out here for the bag i'm i'm out here for the bag i'm chasing the bag i'm about to i'm about this money and i'm about to whatever gonna help me get my money that's what i'm for okay now let's let's carry that on because lil wayne then went on ahead and and all all I I'm, I want to say all but but I guess he did endorse Donald Trump. He wanted Trump to be the president this term, and so he was out there. I mean, there's a picture of him together talking about he spoke to him, and you know he for what he stand for. But the thing is, is if if you pay attention, 
he for Donald Trump because he wants that money. And Donald Trump wanted to, um, you know, give the rich tax breaks and teach them how to not pay their taxes like he didn't pay his taxes. And so that's what Lil Wayne was worried about. He wasn't worried about no people in the hood. He don't care about the hood. That boy's so far removed from the hood. And what we have to remember is Lil Wayne, I believe, started making records when he was like 12. He started making money when he was like 14. And that man... I don't even know. Let's book him up too. We might as well. I mean, we out here in these streets. We we out here now. Let's let's look it on up. And so we could go head on and find out. Okay, Lil Wayne is 38. He almost 40 years old. He spent the majority of his life with money. He ain't worried about nobody back in the neighborhood. He don't even talk to none of those people for real. Like he ain't really connected with the Birdmans and the Manny Freshes and the juveniles and all of them people like that. And most of them too rich too. They ain't in the hood either. They they did all that they have done to get as far away from the hood as possible. They don't relate to what's going on there anymore. And we have to stop doing that. I feel like this was the problem with Kanye as well with endorsing the president who who was in office before they lost this last time is we keep on believing that people are for our community because at one time they said something in their music. But see, the thing is, is that not every, uh, you know, rapper who raps about guns and drugs and all that, not all of them do that. Not all of them behave in the ways of what they say in their songs. Not all of them are for the hood, even though that's what they're making music for. They know who will buy what they're trying to sell. And so they they market to you, but that don't mean they, they really care about you. And you, people will take what, they, when they start to speak, we just believe that they're going to speak for us because at some point they lived as we did. But that doesn't make them the spokesperson for us when they don't live as we do anymore you there's a time like there's a there's a time when when you can understand the thing and then there's a time when you that ain't you no more right because if you if you would have talked to younger me I could have been somebody who would who could have spoke about all of the being bitters about having a baby daddy who didn't take care of their kids I don't really care to talk about that no more so I don't want to speak I don't want to be the voice of the angry single mother because I don't I don't have that feeling in me anymore so so if I thought that I could make money off of it and I was only about money I could speak all day about being an angry single mother because I know it from past experience but she ain't me today and I think that that's the same thing because Kanye West at one point said George Bush don't care about black people. We just assumed that that meant that he was saying he did care about black people. But that that didn't even have to be the truth. He didn't say George Bush don't care about black people as much as I do. He just said that he just pointed out a, a fact without 
and we decided to tr- to add on to it as much as I do. And then we decided that he must be for black people because he said that George Bush don't don't care about black people. But that wasn't the case. The case is Kanye West didn't care about black people either. Kanye West cared about Kanye West. And we see that now and we are mad at him for not continuing to be for the people, but he never was. So we need to be mad at ourselves for believing in something that never was offered to us in the first daggone place. And I think that's the same thing with Lil Wayne. I think that's the same way with a lot of these rappers who now are coming out and giving you these stances. Like, you know, Ice uh, Ice Cube came out and he, you know, was basically saying something and you know, he was trying to say, like, well, you know, Biden didn't make no promises to us either. So I don't know why we we all acting like we don't want to support Trump when, you know, we didn't get nothing from Biden or whatever nonsense he was saying. But he went on the um, Roland Martin show. That's on, uh, I believe that's still on BET. And Roland Martin was telling him, like, listen, you went, you're trying to tell people that you went and talked to this man. This man told you he was going to do some things, but he never gave you no dates for when he was going to give do these things. He never gave you any specifics on when he was going to do these things or how he was going to do these things. And he never even really told you really where things were going, where money was going to go and, and what, what the plan was. He just gave you a, a basic, like, yeah, 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 I'm going to help the black people. And you was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm out here getting this stuff done. You didn't get any promises, bruh. You just, you didn't. And you're now, you're trying to sell people on something that you don't even have. And he had to open up my man's eyes and people were kind of like, there were some people who were just kind of like, you know, let me listen to what he got to say because he is a black man. But every black man ain't for us. Look, shoot. Uh, 50 Cent did the same thing. 50 Cent was on it like, oh, everybody, I'm, I mean, I'm, I gotta go where the money at because he's worried about the bag. He ain't worried about y'all people. He ain't worried about none of us. He ain't worried about the people. He worried about anybody who got money. And that's, that's the thing. Like, some people will get to a level and they like, I don't really care about the people that, that helped me get to where I am, I only care about the people who are where I am, okay, and all of these celebrities are out here doing this, now, now, what really shocked me was Lil Wayne and his girlfriend broke up because of the view, the the opposition of views, political views, now, one, in one instance, I heard that Lil Wayne broke up with his girlfriend because she was telling people that, that, they should vote for Biden. Another story I heard that she broke up with him because he really was endorsing the other side. I don't know who was, who broke up with who, but what I do know is this is crazy nonsense. And we just, we cannot trust celebrities just because they are celebrities. They are celebrities because they are good at, one thing right and until they really put their hat in a place and prove to me that they represent and are fighting for things that I believe in I don't I don't go hard for nobody 
I mean, like, if you're in the music and you do music well, I am like, look at you doing your job well. But if people doing their job well all over the place, that don't mean that they should, I should follow their political views. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't, I wasn't shocked when any of these celebrities endorsed who they endorsed for presidency. But because again, you know, I just kind of believe that if people who have money, I'm not shocked when they go where the money is going to be protected because they like to believe that, you know, it's not that bad, you know, or we could make it better, but they forget to get signed, sealed, and delivered. And when that happens, I'm just like, see, that's because you out here were so so busy worried about securing the money that you didn't really get the get to the fine print on the rest of the stuff. Y'all just got to be careful on who y'all pay attention to and what they say, and make sure that they really are speaking for you because. You know, after watching all of these people, I was going to say I ain't listening to none that made their music or I may not, you know, support it as much. But I don't have not, not near a piece of Ice Cube, Lil Wayne, or 50 Cent music on my phone. I might could have a, a Lil Wayne song. Because remember that song, How to Love? I did used to think that was a cute little song. But, you know, ain't nobody listening to, like, the block is hot today or nothing like that. So I don't have none of that stuff on that. But, I mean, to each his own. Y'all listen to whatever music y'all want to. And, you know, be careful who you listen to with your political views. Now, thank goodness that the, the election is over, but still and still. And let me just say again, we got us a black uh, vice president, y'all. We have us a black woman because people don't like females so we have a black woman president now she does mark off mark off a couple of other ticks uh you know for representation but in that in that is black and so we have a woman of color vice president which we was talking about you know when obama was uh, when Obama was um, elected the first time, it was like tears. I promise you, I know I cried, cried when Obama won in my house by myself with my babies. And, you know, I was so excited because we really did not think that we would see a black president in our time. And then not too long after we got a black president, we got... A woman of color vice president? Who would have known? Because it just doesn't make sense that we got it. And it just, just in the fact that, like, we, who would have thought we would have saw a woman and a woman of color? Like, come on. And, you know, it just the possibilities, right? And so I'm just excited. I'm just excited about this whole political thing. And I'm not a political person. I don't know enough about politics to have conversation with y'all about it. I just know that um, I was listening to Here's the Thing podcast and That Chick Angel, That Chick Angel, she was talking about, you know, 
one of the things, and it didn't hit me till she said it, is that one of the things that's so amazing is like when we look at the history books, they really don't talk about a lot of women of color. We really get a lot of, um, she said, Rosa Parks and Harriet Tubman. And then after that, who is it for real? And Kamala Harris now is in that conversation. It's her. It is Michelle Obama being the first black first lady. And then Kamala Harris being the first woman of color vice president. So we got two of them. Two two more black women in the books in our lifetime. Now listen, I know that we we have had a bunch of women of color people in the Senate and in you know in in um in offices that you know mayors and all of those things recently in in recent years and I am proud of all of them and I do not down any of that that is not what I'm saying what I'm saying is um the history books always speak about presidents and vice presidents okay and and at this time we have we have a woman of color in that line okay and that's just dope to me also this this year has been a lot of people in the lgbtqia community elected into office in so many states you guys just if you're interested look it up because i mean my feed on Instagram was just full of all of these different uh, states who had elected people within that, on all ends of the spectrum. And that, for me, is very exciting and progressive. And it's letting me know that... (sighs) The world, even though the world is the same, it is also changing. And it just makes my heart happy to see that some of the walls that were built up are not as high as they used to be anymore. Now don't don't get me wrong. I'm now here thinking that, like, you know, things are perfect and peachy keen, but the walls just don't go up as high as they used to. And I'm just grateful for it. Now, normally I have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, but I really don't um, this week because, again, election, everything was about the election. We we were waiting for the results and, you know, just trying to do all that. Plus, people were so nervous that if – the election had gone the other way, if the results had gone the other way, that there was going to be chaos in the streets. Well, I had told I had told my niece, we 
that um, I said, let me tell you something. The people don't want the smoke like they, they claim they do. They really don't. So they ain't going to get out here in these streets and act a fool. Number one, because, you know, I agree with some people who have been on the Internet saying the people still do believe that he won and they waiting for it because they want to believe that there was a lot of voter fraud and it's about to get discovered because we know that the man in office is trying to act like he didn't lose. But also, the people just don't want that smoke. They really don't want the war that they keep on saying is going to happen. So, And they ain't going to set it off. Their whole belief is that black people are going to set off the race war. And then, then they're going to go from there. But they ain't going to set off the way race war. And we wasn't mad. So, you know, whatever. I think... Um, I, I think we can just go ahead on and be calm, but that's there weren't a lot of stories about anything else that I found uh, going on because of the election. So hopefully this week the celebrities start acting acting up or doing something or you know something newsworthy for me to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a lot to say this week, so I'm just gonna go ahead on and say this. Number one, if y'all ain't watched I Only Fix My Life, get to watching it. It's on own. Um, come on Saturday night, streaming on own if you have it. Um also this is us is back on. If y'all have not watched This Is Us, what the hell? Because <laughs> the story is getting great this season. I mean, they opened up with all of the relevancy of everything that has been happening in the news. And they did a wonderful job about it. I think that they are doing a great job addressing Randall and his life and situation now. And it is about time. And I am grateful for it. I've been watching it because... I am here for that now. If you ain't seen it, it's it's three three episodes, but it was like two episodes because the first night that it came on, they did two hour special, so they did two episodes on one night. But you know, you still got time to catch up, so go ahead on and catch up on it. Because if you binge it this week, you'll be able to be caught up with it, and um, I don't know, y'all. Y'all know that I only fix my life uh conversation that video will be up on youtube on friday so um make sure that you watch all of that and go support the youtube channel because i'm back baby and uh <laughs> tell a friend to listen like share this with your people let them know that i you know usually have some good stuff to talk about i mean you might not want to give them this episode may not be the best representation but you know i mean you know i'm here so you know let them know what, what's going on because that's what it is and don't forget to check out the um, instagram page because the instagram page i'm post up there all the time so you know that's there oh and y'all i cut my hair I cut my hair clean off, y'all. I just needed a new start. I remember not too long ago, Tiffany Haddish cut all her hair off. She said she just wanted to know what she looked like, just her face. And so I thought, you know, that might be a good thing for me to do. It might be great for me to just see myself and get to know me. Now, I cut it. And I have not had one day where I've wished that I had not cut my hair off, y'all. It is so freeing. I feel so just 
free. I feel free. And I, you know, I was nervous a little bit because I was like, I don't really know how my head is shaped and how, you know, what's that going to look like with no hair on it. But my eyebrows is cute. And I, you know, I just, I, I love it. And this, this too is the first time in a long time where I've worn my natural hair color and I was like, I could live with this because when my hair get a little bit longer, it ain't cute because I started going gray when I was like 21, okay? But it ain't white yet. So I, I'm i in this phase where I look at myself and just be like, girl, that ain't it. So I usually have my hair dyed, but... When I cut it all off, you know, it's that it's whatever color you grow out your head, and I love it. If you ever wanted to do it, you know, try it. I say this is the best time to do it, especially if you are somebody who doesn't have to be outside that much because it's about to be winter. You could go ahead on it, even if you do have to go outside, you could slap a hat on, a scarf, cute little scarf to do. You find out there in these streets, nobody even really know that you ain't got no hair on your head. You it'll grow back by the time it's time to be out here in these streets again. You done grew up a little bit of cute something and learned how to, you know, twist it, flat twist it braid out, twist out, or something, and then you can keep it rolling, (laughs) but yes, I'm free out here in these streets, I'm looking forward to um, the holidays coming up, and um, y'all, y'all, y'all know my friend Vaughn, he, I think he was on here like once or twice, I've talked about him a couple times, he has a cookie company, so if you are in Atlanta, go to the uh yas cookies grand opening which will be this weekend the 14th of november i do not have the address but if you look it up you'll find it he and if you are somebody who is interested in finding out what that cookie tastes like you can go ahead on to the yascookies.com website and you can order the cookies it's free shipping boo boo so go ahead on out there and support my best friend it's a really good cookie like he has vegan cookies too and um I think he has gluten-free cookies but I don't even remember anyway that was a shameless plug just to support my friend because I'm excited for him and I believe in him so much and then that's what um that's my what my weekend look like. The grand opening will be this weekend. So, you know, if you know anybody in Atlanta, go ahead on down there. Now I know some of y'all listening are listening in Atlanta. So go ahead on to that grand opening and go on down there and support my man's while he, you know, opening up this business. Shout out to him because it's it's very exciting. Anyway, y'all, I don't got no more to talk about, so I'm about to go ahead on and head out. (laughs) I'm about to be on my SpongeBob right quick, and I will talk to you guys next week.